0: What's up? I Escape here bringing you AOK Radio. Signing on for another special dose of escapism into pop culture. So let's escape together. And by the way, here is a little bit of nostalgia for some people out there who've been following me for a while. Oh, yeah. I guess it wouldn't really be nostalgia because I haven't been doing this kind of stuff for that long. But back when I was creating content on YouTube... That was something I used to start off all my Let's Play videos. It was kind of like my trademark. Um, So pretty much, I don't remember if it was like the start of every episode or if it was just the start of a new playthrough. Kind of like a quote unquote christening. But yeah, it just felt right. (laughs) Um, I saw one person do it just because they were like, oh man, yeah, it's late at night, late night release. I'm drinking Mountain Dew voltage. Let's get it. You know, that type of excitement. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Let me do that for like every (laughs) beginning Let's Play. (sighs) Not bad. So, unfortunately, I'm not drinking Mountain Dew. Uh, This is an energy drink because I need some energy for the last few hours of the night so I can crash harder later on. Uh, This is Rain. Uh, Total body fuel energy drink. White gummy bear flavor. Pretty decent. Never tried it before, but I like the logo. The title or the name of it is called Rain, and it's kind of cool, so not sponsored, but hey, if you ever want to sponsor me, (laughs) I'm a fan. Um, So this is going to be an interesting episode. This is a series that that I've held dearly for so, so long, and I'm glad to talk about it. I've talked about it a few times here and there. I think more so on wisdom than anything, but it's about time that i talk about this it's such a phenomenal series for me and it's unfortunate that like so many other series out there like star wars and um other franchises that have hit or miss um releases uh projects films whatever for people um jurassic park has actually been pretty solid with me for the majority of its releases so i gotta say Back in '93, actually no, was it '93? No, that can't be right. I cu- I could have sworn it came out in '92. I'm looking at Google, and it's like this random website that came up first. Pocket lint. I'm gonna go to D. I'm gonna go IMDb. Or no, IMDB. I always put the B in front of the D by accident. But apparently, it's also saying that it came out in '93. I could have sworn it was '92. Whatever. That's not the important thing. So this movie. Came out around when I was born. I was born in ninety two, so safe to say I couldn't really enjoy this movie until a couple years later. (laughs) But um, this was one of the movies I remember watching growing up, and I was just like the majority of the masses who watched this, just mind blown. And I didn't give a proper introduction. My bad. (laughs) Outside from the intro, Um, the purpose of what this episode's gonna be is just talking about. The Jurassic Park franchise as a whole, and then do a review. My overall thoughts of the movie, the final movie, and the saga. And spoiler alert, I loved it. <laughs> um, so this is gonna be a spoiler episode, but it's been a couple weeks now since it came out. So yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, definitely watch it. Um, pause this, you know, like, comments, favorite, all that good stuff. Then come back and. Yeah, we're gonna go all in. But yeah, I was born in '92, so I couldn't enjoy it until later on. But of course, like the masses, I enjoyed all of it. Um, it, it, I, I heard bits and pieces of the books, and from what I heard, it was you know a lot darker and so forth. And it just didn't really feel like something I wanted to read. Um, so I read those later, and I did enjoy them. But I'm glad that we got the movies that we got instead of those but from what I heard the the writer of it he wanted to do it like the movies but his his uh editor or publisher or one of those two was like no no you gotta do it uh, you gotta do it dark and gritty otherwise it's not gonna be good or something like that and yeah so I would imagine I don't know if he's still alive I should look that up <laughs> <laughs> Let me look that up real quick. All right, so his first name I remember, the last name I couldn't remember. But Michael Crichton. Um, unfortunately, he's passed. He's been he passed as of November fourth of two thousand eight. So he did not, unfortunately, get to see the finale of this saga. Um, man, he didn't even get to see the new trilogy. That's a, that's a bummer. Hopefully, he I, I would imagine he would like that. I, I don't know how he felt about three, but. Um actually, I don't even know how he felt about two. Anyway. <laughs> um, for all these movies, I actually enjoyed them all. Um, of course, a few more than others. Jurassic Park for sure is top tier, top of the line. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, I really did enjoy The Lost World Jurassic Park. I felt like there were things I would have liked to see more or differently in it, but I feel it was still enjoyable. I know people don't really like certain scenes like um, Ian Malcolm's uh, daughter kicking the Velociraptor out into, well, out of the building, and then the whole T Rex thing rampage in the city. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I kind of look at movies like this and just think, well, if you can write it, why not let it happen? Especially if it seems like it could actually happen um, in the story, uh, you know, it, it's something that could happen in this world, you know, according to the the laws that have been written into existence in this. And outside of the whole dinosaur coming to life thing, it's our world, essentially. So certain things like that, it's like, yeah, I mean, shoot, I would do that. You know, I would, if, I, if, if my dad was being targeted by velociraptor, you bet I'm going to do something like, you know, kick that <laughs> velociraptor out the building. And I don't know. I don't know why people have such a problem with that. But that's like the, one of the most common things people pick on with that movie. And I mean, I'm not mad at it or anything. I, I, I can understand why people would pick on it. But it's like, eh, it's not a big deal. I mean, whatever. Anyway, um, pretty good. But that came out Four years after Jurassic Park 1. Like, 93 was Jurassic Park 1. uh, 97 was Jurassic Park 2. And then... uh, Jurassic Park 3 was 2001. So... They all kind of had like a four or five year gap. Which is nice. You know, you you give time to let the movies get in their place. And pop culture kind of really establish their stuff. And go from there. And... For the most part, these movies did pretty good, actually. Like, so, oh, it doesn't show me what it. It didn't show me what the what it take what it took to make the movies. Let me see here, because Jurassic Park one it grossed about four hundred and something million. Won three Oscars, like that's that's pretty awesome. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It does not show me. Bummer. Well, they made a lot of money. Um, bummer though is that each release made less than the previous. So, um, Jurassic Park won 402.45 million. Um, Lost World was 229.9 million. And then Jurassic Park 3 was 181.17 million. Yikes. Um, now, with Jurassic Park three, I'm okay with. I like it. I don't love it, but I enjoy it. Um, would it is, is it something that I would have, or excuse me, is it something that I would have preferred to have instead of something else? No, I don't know why I worded it like that. <laughs> if we could have had something different than that, I would have been open about it for sure. Because uh, the whole Situation with Jurassic Park Three was really messy. They literally threw out a script and was writing as they were filming. So that's not good. Um, Isn't necessarily a bad story. Not really. I, I don't really have major issues with it. I think the Spinosaurus was pretty cool. Um, I think the I think the uh, Rex though. I think he got uh, the <laughs> the short end of the stick there. I feel like it was a good way to establish like how bad. Uh, this Spinosaurus was like how strong, how how um, how big of a threat it was. But man, I, I mean, I just we just got a soft spot for the Rex. You know, we had the we had the Rex in one, we had two, actually three Rexes in two, and then yeah, you know, we went to, to the Spinosaurus, and it's just like whoa, <laughs> that's like four Rexes. No, nah, I'm joking, but yeah, it was pretty awesome. I I don't know. I just, it takes a lot for me to dislike a movie. But like I said, if we could have had something different, I would have preferred it. Like, I I can't lie. I would have actually preferred seeing a Jurassic World situation over Jurassic Park 3. So, I can't remember his name, but the, the, the kid who was really big into dinosaurs, he was one of Hammond's grandkids... Um, I'm actually scrolling down the list now to see where he is. Uh, it's not showing me. It's just showing me the adults. What's up with that? Oh, wait, wait. Ariana Richards is Lex. Oh, Joseph Mazzello. Oh, okay. So his name is Tim. his name was Tim. You think I would know that after playing the Jurassic, Legal Jurassic World game five times? Funny story about that. So... Day one, I bought Lego Jurassic World when it first came out. And, of course, it launched the same day as Jurassic World in theaters. So what I did was I bought it that night. I went to see Jurassic World. um, And then I went and played Lego Jurassic World. I streamed it on Twitch. And it was just such an awesome experience. You know, There were so many people watching and commentating. We were all just having a blast. And it was one of the first games I... Actually, no. Was it the first game I platinumed? Well, I think it was... The, it, at the very least, it was the first LEGO game I platinumed. And it was great. I have gotten... So I've got that game. My wife loves it. She It's one of her favorite LEGO games outside of the classic Star Wars ones. And then she played it a couple times on her own profile. And then it went on sale on the Switch. So she has a copy on the switch. I have a copy on the switch. So we, between the two of us, we have three copies of Lego Jurassic World and probably about six playthroughs <laughs> all together. And it bums me out that there's no like sequel because I would love to play Fallen Kingdom and now, of course, Dominion. So, and I know Dominion's being ripped apart by people right now, and it's it bums me out so bad because I love Dominion so much, but. Yeah, so what I wanted to, what I kind of wanted from Jurassic Park 3 was a revisit to the park. I kind of wanted what Jurassic World was back then. But this idea came to me when um, a great YouTuber um, called, oh shoot, what is his name? Oh Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Fier- Fieri. No, not Fieri. That's Guy Fieri. That's the restaurant guy. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to butcher his name. Clayton Fieriorti. Something like that. He says it in every video and yet I always forget. But he's a great Jurassic Park or Jurassic World themed um, guy. Everything you want to know about the Jurassic franchise, he's got it. Really awesome content. And he talked about the um, these comics that came out that actually followed... This story of uh, Tim inhabiting, excuse me, inheriting the whole engine company and trying to, you know, restart things. But, of course, it didn't work out. There were other things that happened, and I just thought that'd be a really cool story. And it'd be a great way to bring back the characters, because they were all a part of it. He would want to bring them back for one reason, to make sure he's doing things right this time. And I think it would take some convincing first, especially for, uh, Dr. Grant. Um, <laughs> but actually no, I think it would take all three of them cause they all went through some crazy stuff, especially, um, Ian Malcolm. I would say Ian Malcolm more so, but I feel like he likes it more just because of the way his character has been involved over the years. Like he is, as we've seen in Fallen Kingdom and then in Dominion, he was more so involved with the dinosaur situation than the other two. Um, but that's just his work chaos theory after all. Um, but I've talked about this before and I just thought it'd be a really cool way to have handled that. I don't know how those, I think the story could have been similar to how the comic went. I may talk about that at a later time, but it would be so fun. And I think it's a lost opportunity that we never had at least Tim. Uh, come back to the series and work with Engine. It's just really weird when you think about how much he really loved dinosaurs, especially in the first movie. I mean, we only really got him in the first movie. He was a cameo in the second one. Um, yeah, it was just a bummer, and I would have liked to see Lex too, but Lex didn't really seem to have a lot of interest. She was kind of just there just because. Oh my, you know, they care about their grandpa. They're on this whole island by themselves well not by themselves but this awesome island who wasn't who wouldn't want to go on vacation there you know but yeah but anyway i think three was still fine i i think without a doubt i should say uh three is for me the weakest in the franchise but i would not hesitate to still buy it because i have to acquire all the i want to acquire all the movies um but yeah it's for me it's the weakest in the franchise so when we go to jurassic world this was 2015 I remember when 3 came out, went to school, everyone was talking about it. People were either happy or sad, mainly, that the Spinosaurus beat the Rex. And, you know, that was it. That was all we were talking about for like a week. Um, And then we are wondering, okay, when's the next one going to come out? So there's rumors, there's all these things on the internet. And, of course, there wasn't a lot of the internet back then. Uh, mainly just forums and things like that, not a whole lot of stuff, you know we didn't have Twitter or anything like that. So back then it was really hard to find out what was going on in Hollywood. So I remember reading a script that was actually kind of similar to how Jurassic world turned out. and this was maybe three or four years after Jurassic Park 3 came out. I remember back then they were like, yep, yeah, Jurassic Park 4 coming out in 2005 and it's gonna be called Jurassic Park extinction and it was something along the lines of di- the, some of the dinosaurs were contracting this virus that was killing them off and then there was something else with this Um, and this is the similarities with Jurassic World that I'm coming to uh, a, a, an army trained guy who's training velociraptors and I remember reading the script and it was I don't remember much about it but I remember some parts were similar to how Jurassic World was and I wish I could find that script. I'm sure if I was to like type in a certain amount of things, like Jurassic Park's four script, two thousand five, I could probably find it. Shoot, for all I know, it's probably something on fanfic. I have no idea, but it was interesting. But yeah, I mean, two thousand five, two thousand fifteen—that's a large gap. <laughs> and get this, Jurassic World it grossed six hundred and fifty-two point twenty-seven million it outgrossed jurassic park but mind you that's that's a whole this is a new generation and fortunately you know even though i grew up on jurassic park the originals i was more than happy to watch this one i mean 2015 i was in my 20s i'm gonna be 30 uh next no two months from now so yeah, one of the one of those great gaps where I was able to grow up with that and just ah, unfortunately I had to wait 14 years for the next movie. But it was worth the wait, man. This was Jurassic World was a great return to form where they finally did the age old question where, OK, we learn from our mistakes. We have good people working for us this time. We don't have any nedries or anything like that. And we have more uh, technology. The world has kind of forgotten about the San Diego incident, the original island, et cetera, et cetera. Now we can rebuild better than ever. And they did until they realized, okay, we didn't have Nedry this time, but we made a bigger and better dinosaur that if it ever got loose, which it did, we're pretty much in a pickle. And and by pickle, I mean in a very big hybrid killing machine shaped pickle. I want to draw that now. A pickle. What am I talking about? I'm thinking about Pickle Rick and I'm like thinking of a pickle Indominus Rex. And like literally the, bo- <laughs> the body is a pickle and it has the tail. And the- oh man, my mind is weird. So yeah, it's pretty wild. I think Jurassic World was really fun. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I enjoyed that a lot too. And so Jurassic World Dominion, I'm looking at it and it doesn't have a gross... Uh, thing yet but it's a shame dude so get this the meta score is the lowest in the franchise a 38 so Jurassic World had a 59 Fallen Kingdom had a 51 Jurassic Park even Jurassic Park had a 68 I have not heard if I've heard anything bad about this movie it's like the five percent out of the hundred percent feedback i hear about this movie which is of course the 95 being positive so and most of the time i honestly don't care about what the critics say or anything because they're 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 critics they're supposed to rip it all apart and all that stuff um but yeah it's just crazy like it's just i'm not the you know let me rate this right now let me give it a 10 Yeah, that's right. Oh, I have to sign in to do that. Tag nab it. Oh, I can. Oh, wait, I can do that with my Google. Okay, it's whatever. I'm not going to do that right now. (laughs) But yeah, Jurassic World Dominion was very awesome. Um, Even my wife agreed. She gave it a 10 out of 10. I gave it a 10 out of 10 for me. And I hopefully I'm hopefully not going to lose any listeners by saying this. Jurassic World Dominion for me. Is right underneath Jurassic Park. As one of the greatest, uh, excuse me, as it's one of the greatest in the franchise. To me, it's second best because I just, Jurassic Park is just, there's no topping it for me. Um, even as good for me as Jurassic Dominion was because it's, it's the first movie. It started everything. And because of that, because of nostalgia, I just can't put anything else above it. But Jurassic World Dominion, I think it, it did a really good job at bringing these characters together. Because that was the one of the biggest questions is how are they gonna bring Sam, uh, <laughs> I said his real name, um, Doctor Grant, Ian Malcolm, Ellie. How are they gonna bring these three into the fold back to a dinosaur island? And they did it really well. They brought to it was this global crisis. We we, we find out that it, Biosyn from the very beginning is finally back. And they mean business. I mean, they've always mean, meant business. But now, they're finally established. They've, they've risen up from the ashes of what Engine tried to do. Took all their resources and they're like, hey, look at us. We got this. No, you don't. <laughs> and it was great to finally see them in action because Biosyn was literally there from the beginning. They caused or excuse me, they were the main reason for the downfall of Jurassic Park because we, I gotta be honest, just because Nedry and Biosyn caused the fall doesn't mean that would have been the only reason they could have fallen like, the way the Velociraptors, as smart as they were, there's no telling I mean, things happen accidents happen, there's faulty equipment things could glitch, I mean, the, the whole storm situation, so that's what I mean too, like There's other things that could have made it just as, uh, actually, come to think of it, hold up, I gotta think about this real quick. You know what I just realized? Nedry never actually delivered that Barbasol can. That actually was lost on the island during that storm. But he did mess with the power system, though, and that's what caused the whole... Reboot system issue error because he put that whole virus in the system. So, Nedry is still at fault, thanks to Biosyn. So, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, I'm gonna have to rewatch the movie just to make sure, but if so, I'll just do a, maybe uh, a, amended episode saying, okay, guys, I was stupid, I forgot about this one part, but I'm just gonna put them at blame still. So, they have been there from the very beginning, we haven't heard much about them ever since, really. Um, maybe sprinkled here and there. Um, they are involved in the Camp Cretaceous show, which is great. Um, and yeah, now they're back in full force, and wow. And Dotson is leading the fold. Dotson from the very first movie, Dotson, we got Dotson here with uh Nedry. Like, wow. Um, and the fact, dude, goes out the same way that Nedry did. I've said this so many times to other people, like, that's you know how poetic that is. Dude went out the same way, he went out. To those diplo I probably mispronounced their names. And at least with Nedry, he only went out with one. Dotson had like three of those things attack him. And it was pretty good that they did it that way. Like they foreshadowed the diplos. Because one of them, if I remember correctly, was either attacking Ellie. Or was attacking Bryce Dallas Howard. I forgot her actual name in the movie. But I think it was Bryce. But it was good that they showed the diplo there so that way they could do it at the end and be like, oh, yeah, they they, they are on the island. And people um, could look at it like, oh, OK, that was nice foreshadowing, you know, that, that they're that, that they're there. But the inclusion of all the dinosaurs was just really fun. It was great to see new dinosaurs that we've never seen before, like that sloth looking dinosaur with the huge claws Um, that looked like it couldn't really see as well the way its eyes looked and then we had the uh, Giganotosaurus or Giga Giganotosaurus man I should have looked this up before I did this but yeah it was really fun and what I wanted to mention about that is that you know the main purpose of what brought these people together was the locust thing otherwise people probably wouldn't have really cared much about biosyn like um, Ellie wouldn't have really minded. I mean, she she would have gotten invited to the island regardless because Ian was working there. But Ian kind of was along the lines of, "I don't trust these guys because they're working with dinosaurs. Look what the engine did." Um, so he's just making sure things are working out there. Um, but I do like that. Oh shoot, what was his name? I want to say Lazarus, but it's not Lazarus. It's Zeke. Is Ezekiel? No. Well the 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 right hand man to dodson i like how he was telling Ian that yeah things aren't right here we gotta fix this whole situation going on and he he, he even foreshadows it too like i remember when he ta- when he was talking to ellie and dr grant like hey uh wherever you go go this way not down that hallway because that's For special people, and that's you know all that all that stuff down there. Don't go down there, you know. He's telling him he's like he's kind of like hinting, like, hey, nudge, nudge. I know what you're really here for. That's where you want to go. So I didn't catch that until I realized, oh, he's actually a good guy. Okay, cool. Um, I never. I mean, I kind of got a bad vibe from him at first. Like, part of me kind of realized part of me kind of thought is he going to be someone who betrays donson because he wants all the credit for himself is this going to be like a flip of the switch like donson creates a uh, a grander monster than himself cuz part of me was thinking you know maybe he kind of mellowed in his age maybe he's not really re- that bad maybe we see something with engine that only maybe we see something bad with engine that only he saw and that's why he made Biosyn. but no Biosyn is pretty rotten <laughs> Um, but I I do like how they were able to flip the script. How the dinosaurs weren't the reason why everyone came together. It was these locusts that Biosyn made that were targeting non-Biosyn crops, and then they f- messed up and made these things a bit too <laughs> hybridy, and they're spreading like it's one of the plagues of Egypt, <laughs> and. Yeah, they were literally gonna destroy the whole ecosystem that we need as people, and and well, actually the whole ecosystem in general, everything else that feeds on the crops and everything, the, the animals and all that. So it was cr- it was actually really cool, and I'm glad that they didn't make the locusts like, even though they were a major part of the story, they didn't have them um super. Rampant in the movie, like we we even though we saw the locusts heavily, which we need to because they're a major part of the story, they're the main conflict. It was great that we still saw more dinosaurs than locusts. We saw the we saw the locusts maybe four times in the movies. In the movie, you know, as far as like major scenes go, and then the dinosaurs they took out they took up the most the majority of the spots because it's called Jurassic World, right? And even though the locusts, you know, there were obviously bugs back then, it was. You know, when we think Jurassic, we think dinosaurs, right? And, yeah, I know, Cretaceous and all that stuff. Some of these dinosaurs belong to different eras. Who cares? (laughs) Sometimes you just got to use certain words just because they sound cool. It's Hollywood. It's movie. It's a movie, man. We got to just accept certain things just for it to be cooler. And then do our research afterwards. (laughs) So... That's the whole purpose. It, it, these, these movies aren't really meant to educate us. They're just to tell a good story and just so we can have fun. So, um, it was cool that the dinosaurs, I wouldn't say took a backseat. Because clearly, when we had the, the black market and that chick who had the, the laser, those trained dinosaurs, it was really cool to see how these dinosaurs were handled, how there were some in the black market that were literally trained by humans to kill in ways they probably would have never done. And then we have more of the natural ones in uh, in Biosyn that are just there doing their thing, whether they're in the, uh, the caverns or in these other habitats in general. And then we had the ones that were just out in the real world, and if I remember correctly, it was like four years um, from Fallen Kingdom to Dominion. That's a quite a bit of time for dinosaurs to be out in public. And I do admit, it was kind of weird not to see certain people freaked out about these dinosaurs roaming around. But when we saw them, and what I mean is when, when we saw some of the, even some of the vegetarian ones, and that's not the right word... Um, not omnivore omnivore carnivore omnivore is both meat and veggie Carnivore is meat oh shoot what's the well you know what i mean (laughs) the ones that eat greens so like with the workers who saw it i mean part of me is kind of like yeah i guess it makes sense because those those are the peaceful dinosaurs they're more at all seeing it so it makes sense um and then when we saw ones being attacked like that, one girl being attacked by the little compies, she was freaking out understandably, because those things can kill you. One alone can kill you if you're not careful. So I don't know. I think it just would have been would have been cool seeing a bit more of that in the um in the beginning. But I'm not I'm not saying I wasn't happy with what we got. I think we got a good percentage of it because that wasn't the focus of the movie. The focus was Biosen and the locust. So I think we got a good bit of that. And seeing the Mosasaur take out that uh, fishing boat at the beginning Ooh. That, I, I love the ocean After if that was to happen I would not step foot in the ocean I mean I may dip a toe in from time to time <laughs> but that, that might be as much and this is coming from someone like I said who is literally a fish I love the ocean but that's scary and I can't imagine even if it, even though it's one mosasaur imagine how much that dude has to eat Wow, that's going to mess up a whole lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to see more of that. and I, I would love to see like a, a a little mini-series. I mean, we might get that in Camp Cretaceous. I wouldn't be surprised because now it's kind of it's catching up to the series now. But then again, they'd have to do a time jump because Camp Cretaceous started during Jurassic World. And then through the course of the series, it's been about six months or so, maybe more. So, yeah, they'd have to do a substantial time jump for it to catch up. But then again, Fallen Kingdom happened maybe, what, like a year or so after the first one? So, yeah, it wouldn't have to be a major time jump because at the same time, Fallen Kingdom... They don't, have to, they don't have to meet up completely with Dominion for it to be good. They can tell the stuff in between those two movies and it'd be fun. Because that's like right when people are, start, are trying to get used to the dinosaurs and figure out, okay, how do we solve this? And that's what was cool about uh, Battle Rock. That was actually a nice little uh, mini thing, mini uh, special they did that was very fun to see. So, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I think the characters all fit in really well. It was great seeing the OG roster, the the original three, Ian Malcolm, Ellie, and Dr. Grant. Just seeing how they interacted with each other again. It felt like like they never left. And I cannot get over the fact that we finally got Dr. Grant and Ellie. I don't know why I keep saying Dr. Grant, but it just sounds cool. You know, I, I want to say Alan, but then Doctor comes out. And I'm like, dude, he's both. But Doctor just sounds so cool. Um, I love the interaction between them, especially because they when she first f- goes to his camp and he's trying to hide that picture of them together from way back when. And the moment, the moment, Ellie is like, yeah, you know, my kids are grown up. Um, oh, my husband. Oh, uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're done. She, does, she doesn't say anything else about it. She's like, yeah, we're done. That's it. In my head up like, oh, he, I'm like, Grant is so in. <laughs> this is, oh, this is, I, I'm like, this needs to happen. These two, if these two aren't together by the end of the movie, someone needs to get slapped. Whoever wrote the script, they need to get slapped for not putting them together. If they set that up at the beginning, and lo and behold, they did. I've been waiting for this ever since Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> the moment when, you know, Grant visited Ellie and she had kids and you find out, oh, that those aren't their kids. That's some other dude. I have felt the pain. And you could see the pain in Grant's eyes, too. Because he's like, that could have been me, but I don't like kids. <laughs> and it makes sense, you know, from a story writing standpoint, it makes sense why they wouldn't be together because... Even though he grew more attached to kids after the first movie, he's probably still like, eh, you know. So, but who knows? There might have been other reasons. But they uh, they were ready when when they when the time came, they were ready for each other, and that's the important thing. Uh, they they all aged really well too. They they really did age really well, and just seeing them in their classic clothes and the callbacks. The callbacks. So I, I I need to talk about the one scene where Bryce, I, th- I think it was Bryce. She had the, she had the, uh, she had Blue's baby. I forgot Blue's name. The Beta. Blue, What was it? Beta. Beta. Oh, there, there we go. My wife just told me. Beta. Um That was one of the best scenes because I was thinking about the characters. Like, so, especially Grant and Malcolm. Because when you think of Malcolm... What happened in Jurassic Park 2? You had the whole scene where his girlfriend at the time brings a baby T-Rex to their HQ. Their safe, their safe hold. And, you know, to to fix its broken leg. And then the whole T-Rex thing happens where they lose uh, Eddie. Rip Eddie. he, He was, he went out like a boss. I mean, he went out like a hero. Actually, same thing. Um and that wouldn't have happened if they didn't take the t-rex but you know they um what's what's the word they are hmm lack of a better term guardian angels to that t-rex because if it it wouldn't have survived with a broken leg so it was good that they did that i can't really blame them although it was a very stupid thing to do (laughs) so yeah all you can think of is you have a baby carnivore right now we're gonna get you know in ian's mind he's thinking we're gonna get attacked any second now by those parents and then you have dr grant who is seeing this baby and he's thinking about jurassic park 3 (laughs) when um oh shoot what is his name uh my wife just said dr grant wasn't in theory yes she yes he was (laughs) dude dr grant was taken to the island to save the kid yeah Ian Malcolm was into (laughs) um Billy that's what it was so Billy took the eggs from the raptor's nest to you know to sell them off so they could you know with with a good with, with a good heart he was using that so he could sell the eggs and then that would fund their dig because of course, the original person who was going to fund their dig lied to them and did not have the money. So they needed something else to kind of compensate for this whole fiasco they're out. So you have both of these characters who are thinking, crap, we're going to get attacked by these parents anytime now. now. Um, because no one really explained. I think they, I know, they might have explained it. I got to watch it again. But they might. I think they probably did explain that they were there. Oh, no, no, they did. They did. They did, they did explain that they were there for that dinosaur but in their minds are thinking this is not good this is not going to end well (laughs) um and the whole thing too is i was very scared because you know this is the finale um a lot of times situations like this there is death and a lot of times death is a very strong mechanic to use to establish a uh, to, to establish the the stakes of, of a situation so in this movie I was going in thinking I don't want anyone to die but most likely someone is probably going to die and it's most likely going to be one of the OG characters like I said I didn't want that to happen but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been surprised and then, we get this scene. <laughs> we get the scene where the Giganata, I'm just going to call him Giga because I, I swear I'm mispronouncing its name. The Giga attacks, reminiscent of the T Rex attacking in the first movie. And we have Ian who is behind and he lights a torch hmm this looks a lot like the first movie where Ian barely made it out of that one alive I mean he died in the books until they retconned it in the second one um but yeah so I'm thinking this whole time when he does this I'm like oh no he's gonna die He, I, I, I was really thinking they, they, I was thinking they only did this scene just so they could do like another poetic thing where he dies this time because he was lucky last time you know type deal and no, instead of, you know, running and throwing the torch away because he we know he messed up. He he ran, held on the torch a bit too long. And that's why the T-Rex, you know, locked onto him more so because um, we heard Grant. He was like, throw it away, throw it. And he, he didn't. He held on to it a bit too long. But in this movie, he's like, hmm. How about instead of defensive, I'm a bit more offensive and just throws it chucks it in the monster's mouth and it just ignites as soon as that happened i thought okay he's he's safe <laughs> there's no way um but yeah everyone survived and i was very happy with exit I, I, like i said i didn't want anyone to die but it was really great it, like st- so many callbacks so many things that were appreciated in this movie for me and it was just fun fan service it, it was just one of those things where the perp- the people who wrote this movie, they were without a doubt fans of the first one. And they wanted to share the appreciation, you know, what made this movie so good. We're gonna kind of flip those on its head in this one and show alternate things. And that's what's so fun about callbacks. Um, the new characters I think were fun. I, I liked how the pilot was a character that made sense why she was there you know she saw the 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 clone and then realizes huh you're her mother i feel guilty i'm gonna help you <laughs> um yeah it was just it was phenomenal how they were able to f- make these characters important and with how they were in the story um he, every character i saw they felt like they mattered to a degree even if they were just kind of like stepping stones where they just were there to drive the story forward like the uh the bounty hunters for instance the ones that captured beta the ones that captured uh, i'm just gonna say daughter because saying clone just sounds mean even though she is a clone actually no she's not she was birthed by actually no she's technically no 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 she is she's technically a clone but she's also the biological daughter that was a crazy twist i love the fact that Her mother literally did birth her. She thought she was a test tube kid this whole time. But no, her mother was just like, you know, I could be pregnant right now. Boom. (laughs) Instant pregnant. Like, okay. Well, not instant, but, you know, over time she got pregnant. So that that was actually kind of really interesting. I I love the idea of how science can change um, these sort of things uh, just to find out what works better as far as, the way the imperfect body can be uh, with these diseases and other animals and so forth. It's really interesting how the Jurassic World has kind of evolved over time. So, I I really appreciate that. Um, So, I think when it comes to the bounty hunters, they were were just there just to move the plot forward, just to get the um, Chris Pratt and Bryce, I don't know why I can't remember their names, but to get them to to Biosyn, because I mean honestly, with Bryce, she had every reason because she was out there taking people or taking the dinosaurs rather to save them because of course a lot of them were in really bad situations, but it was just really fun to see how these all worked out. Um, all the all the areas they went to was really interesting too. It it just was. It was great because you got to see some of the older characters, too, from like Fallen Kingdom or even um, Jurassic World. Um, The first one, like uh, Barry, for instance, it was cool to see them and how they actually moved up in the world, like working for the um, just big secretive industries like the CIA and the uh, was it the French Foreign Legion? I forget what Barry was working for. It was something French. And I, I just love how they really moved up in the world and. Even though they weren't really heavily involved in the story, they made a difference. You know, they were there to help and they weren't used as just, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to kill them off because steaks (laughs) like they had some. Well, Barry had some close calls. Um, The other guy was pretty cozy in his office. But, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, I would say my favorite dinosaur was probably the sloth looking thing. It just was, it just gave me goosebumps. Like, if I was to see, like, don't get me wrong, the Giga was, that thing was scary. But seeing the moth, like, er, moth? Where'd the moth come from? Seeing the sloth creature, that, oh yeah, that thing was scary. And the whole scene with it and Bryce, just, wow, that was a really, really fun scene. And it gave me... It gave me um, Jurassic Park 3 vibes because, you know, the whole parachute scene with them. And then we saw the... Well, the guy was picked clean by whatever ate him. So, that was really interesting. And I really thought they were going to kill Rex. I thought, oh, there goes another Rex. Because I don't... I'm pretty sure that wasn't Rexy. Because it didn't really match the scarring and all that stuff that Rexy had. And let's be honest, Rexy is, unfortunately... Well, no, no, no. Rexy is out in the world, last we saw. And, I mean, it's it's possible Bison could have captured it again, but, I don't know. It probably would have been safer just to breed some baby T-Rexes in, in that natural habitat. But, and, I mean, dude, that's old, though. I, I'm pretty sure Rexy is either dead at at, at this point or just <laughs> on an island somewhere. Just chilling because there's no way. I'm sorry, there's no way Rexy at that age would have would have been able to take on that Giga, and even this even this Rex, it, it needed help, and I'm not I'm not mad at that. I mean, they literally kept saying that Giga is the was the biggest carnivore, and it was just there just to show, hey, each movie we're going bigger and better, and it was great. I mean, technically, Fallen Kingdom didn't go bigger and better, but they. They they made it compact with the Indoraptor. And I'm okay with that because they made it more it felt like a almost like a Resident Evil type thing where you're in this enclosed space and you got this predator coming after you. Kinda like uh what was that, Resident Evil 2? I don't remember, but uh Mr. X, you know, that sort of thing. So it, it was actually very interesting how they played that. And um while well, the Giga you know, it was just a situation where they just had this dinosaur here just to show like, like you you're in this you're on this island you want to see dinosaurs so i've heard some people say the giga kind of felt pointless but it wasn't really there just to, to be a main thing for the uh story it was mainly just there to be hey hi <laughs> i'm here <laughs> um and just to have fun was showing off more dinosaurs. Like, yeah, we have the Rex. We have the Spinosaurus. Um, and we did the whole hybrids for a while. But now we have time to show some non-hybrids. And to just have fun with more dinosaurs we may not have had the chance to yet. And once again, the Rex comes out victorious. Now, I got to admit, even though it's not the same Rex, these Rexes have had... A pretty good high score I mean the Rex has only lost once <laughs> and that was in Jurassic Park 3 like each time so let me go so we've had some really fun Rex show-offs and this has been kind of a great trademark uh, very a very much iconic thing in the Jurassic Park series so in Jurassic Park 1 um, the the Rex really only faced off against the Velociraptors uh, the other times it was just chasing the protagonist around and that was fun, uh, Jurassic Park, uh, The Lost Road rather, Jurassic Park 2, we had t- two Rexes and a baby Rex, um, they didn't really go up against anything, just, just us, and that was just the people, rather, and then the whole scene in San Diego, you know, that was, that, w- that was cool, it was, it was interesting, because they're like, okay, we see your Rex, we're gonna give you, uh, another one and a half, or a fourth, rather, and it was it was it was it was appreciated. I think that was actually very interesting. And then three, they're like we 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 see a rex. We're gonna minus one and a half. We're we're gonna minus the one and the quarter, and then we're gonna kill it, and then bring in a bigger dinosaur with a with a with a sail on it, that a lot of people did not like. <laughs> <laughs> um I like that in uh, one of the arcade games there's a point where the spinosaurus is about to attack the player and then the T-Rex comes out and just throws it off a cliff. <laughs> it, it was like kind of a it was obviously fan service and they did the same thing with Jurassic World where the T-Rex bursts through a skeleton of the spinosaurus and it's like yeah yeah Gotta love the fan service, but like I said, I love the spinosaurus. I don't have any issues with it. Um, so then Jurassic World, one of my favorite Rex stand, uh, one of my favorite Rex face-offs. We got the Rex. Um, what was it? Three of the raptors, because one of the raptors died in the scene before that, blew up by a rocket launcher, um, up against the Indo- uh, Indominus Rex. And if it wasn't for the raptors and the mosasaurus. Let's be honest. The Rex was not making out of that old oh, Rexy. This it would have been its final showdown, but it, it made it out. Um, Fallen Kingdom. It was all. It was all the um, Indoraptor. But we did have that fun scene where Rex went up against that Carnotaur. Or wait, was that a Carnotaur? It was another carnivorous Con- dinosaur, and that was v- that was very fun. Um, it's crazy that. The Spinosaurus was supposed to make an appearance in that movie, but they they switched it on for some reason. Kind of a bummer, but it's okay. Um, I don't know why they didn't do that. That would have been like the ultimate fan service. But, yeah. And then Dominion, of course. Yeah. Um, if I had to rank them all? I would say Fallen... Oh, no, no, not Fallen Kingdom. I would say Jurassic World was my favorite T-Rex showdown. Uh, next up would be Dominion and then Jurassic Park, because it was super one sided in Jurassic Park when it was facing off the Raptors. You know, it, it was fun, though. Very, very good uh, surprise scene. Um, but as far as like, you know, an actual engaged fight and all this stuff, got to give it to World and then Dominion. Um Uh, As the top tier ones, I should say. But yeah, there's so much to talk about with this movie. And I feel like there was some positivity I had to add to this because there's so many people crapping on this movie. And I just wanted to show the people out there who um, may have worked on this movie or people who also love it. I just want to show, I just want to show, shed shed some light rather, shed some more light that there is at least one more. Actually, technically two because I did say my wife loved it too. There are at least two more people out there that love this movie. And I would not have had this movie any other way. It is very rare for me to say this. And this is coming from someone who enjoys the majority of the movies he watches. There is literally not a single thing I can think of that I would have changed in this movie. Outside of maybe like having a bit more of the dinosaurs in the real world. But I think what they showed was great i think it's just me just wanting like a little mini series of that kind of like how battle rock was but like i said we might get that in camp cretaceous because i'm pretty sure we have one more season of that left but yeah there is literally nothing i would change about this movie i think it's a perfect movie for me and because i went into this movie with certain expectations and they were met and outside of everything else the, the fan service the callbacks it was great and I'm happy. And I really, really hope that even if this movie doesn't get a good rating, because um, it's at a 6 right now. Um, but mind you, Jurassic World's movies, uh, Jurassic World had a, had a 6.9, uh, Fallen Kingdom 6.1, and Dominion a 6. But it's whatever. I mean, the rest of the movies usually have gotten that, except one that got eight uh, eight eight point two. 8.2. But either way. I am very happy with this, and I hope that the actors, everyone who who worked on it, are proud of it too, regardless of what the critics think, and I hope that everyone is happy with how they were able to come back, and I think that I I, I really appreciate it, and it's sad that this is most likely, like, nine times out of ten, probably the last time we're going to see these characters, but this was an amazing way to go out. You know, it kind of surprised me that we don't have a game for the, for this series outside of the Jurassic World Evolution games. And those are fun. Um, Rage-inducing for me, but fun. I haven't played the new one yet, but I have the original. Um, actually, I have two copies of that. <laughs> I have one on the PlayStation and one on the Switch because the Switch was easier for me to play. Um, I actually played it a lot better. I haven't beaten it yet because... Uh, Park management is so stressful. I wish there was like a. I wish there were cheat codes or just like a. At least a difficulty level that I could adjust because the the biggest issue I have, honestly, is just the dinosaurs escaping and my rating going to crap. Oh, man. But it's, it's fun, though. I hope to go back to it sometime. It's, it's just something about having your own island and just having all these. Cause it's just fun. You get to have all five islands and just go from there and have a blast. But yeah, I think that I think that'll do. I think that'll do for this uh, episode. It, it was very fun to go down this path and uh, revisit this series. And I cannot wait to own all six officially. I definitely want to do that sometime soon. Because um, I'm sure, sh- I'm sure, without a doubt, Walmart or some or even Amazon is going to have like the um ultimate collection pack where all six are included um because right now i only have jurassic world um but i'm not a big dvd guy anymore I'm, I'm you know i'm used to having everything on stream on streaming services and plus i mean it is hard to collect movies when you practically enjoy everything you watch for the most part um Like, literally, the last time I left a movie theater and was like, man, that sucked, was Disaster Movie. And that was like 15 years ago. (laughs) And I watch a lot of movies. Not as much now. But, yeah, so. Alright, guys, I think this is it for that. Um, I definitely want to revisit this topic at a later date. Um, I think especially after I watch the movie again, I would love to come back and just talk about more things in... Um, in detail. Because like I said, I, I forgot a lot of stuff. I can't remember the dinosaur's names. I can't remember the characters' names and stuff. And I, I want to revisit those comics, too. Hopefully I can buy them somewhere. Maybe Comixology has them. But, yeah, we'll see. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Until next time, my friends, when the wind hits our sails yet again, be A-OK, because there's more to seek. So go forth and seek it. I'll see you in our next escape. Ooh! another chapter concludes if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to help support it by leaving a rating subscribing and sharing the podcast with others that way more people can see it whether it's from you or in their suggestion feed and if you leave a review on the show you'll get a shout out at our next episode but due to my podcast being available not just on multiple platforms but multiple countries to ensure I see your rating send me a copy either via email or preferably on Instagram or Facebook Social media, my other projects like I Believe in Monsters, my TikTok where I do art videos and other random stuff and more are linked in the show notes below. And also special shout out to Emac's outro song, Always Love You. You'll find a link to more of his phenomenal work there also. Until next time, my friends, stay a okay